Welcome to the Purposeful Life Podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who desires to live out her wildest dreams. Everyone has a purpose in life, and within that purpose lies a unique talent just waiting to be expressed and shared with the world. I'm your host, Nora Knajian, Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I can't wait to talk all things wellness, lifestyle, psychology, and current events that impact our well-being with you. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. It's on spring cleaning. You probably know this because you clicked on the title. And I'm excited about this topic. If you had asked me to give you advice on throwing shit out and decluttering and downsizing five years ago, I don't think I would be able to help you because I had a really hard time letting go of things um, growing up. I don't know why. I think just my mom was someone who would always collect things and just like there was always a reason to keep it you know like one day you would need something and she's still like that not as bad as my childhood or what i remember as my childhood but um we're all a work in progress and no judgment there to anyone i'm the last person to judge because i'm still working through it so this episode will be informative and also hopefully inspirational so you can just clean and maybe listen to this while you clean. That would be fun. Sometimes I like to listen to podcasts while I'm doing things. Not only do I feel productive, but I'm also being educated at the same time. So maybe this will be an episode where you can do that. So throwing stuff out can be transformative practice. You know that feeling you get when you emotionally feel lighter and less stressed when you get rid of clutter. I am 100% this person i wouldn't be able to study unless my desk was clean or my room was clean or my bed was made because if i just thought about the clutter i felt so uninspired i felt so stressed out the times where i would feel more anxious i swear to you it's because my room was a mess or the house was a mess so i've learned to just navigate through that but i do hold a cleanliness and just like how many times have you thought about something you're like hmm i wonder where that is and then you're like let me like look for it let me just try to check out a few places and see where it might be and then when you can't find it you're like hmm that sucks okay oh well yeah i'm raising my hand too i that would probably be like 90 percent of the stuff that i kept getting rid of things have felt more of a greater liberation than regret Like I physically felt lighter and unburdened once I got rid of just junk that I've kept. So I wanna paint a picture here and forgive me if it's a little too dark and we don't wanna, you know, maybe go there right now, but this is also our reality. Moving, right? Moving your house, moving away, finding a new home, like dying, stay with me, forces us to face the unimportant things. Why keep letters and cards that we never read in a file cabinet and drawer Stuff to the brim, boxes, a card written from elder family members should suffice. I don't need to keep every single one, though I know there's sentiments around it. If there were lots of cards that my family, because I have a lot of family overseas, have written, I would just try to condense them or maybe keep them in one organized spot. But I wouldn't want to keep every single card for every single birthday 
or whatever events that I know I'm just never going to really look back at. I have several letters and thank you notes from former clients, from friends. Do I just need to keep them indefinitely? You get my point. A mental hack that I thought of as a kid, which is really impressive now as an adult when I look back at it, is to take a picture of said memorabilia or card and to send it off into the digital space. I would email it to myself or I would have like a private album on Facebook that only I get to see. And then that was just my way of just creating a scrapbook of things I wanted to keep for myself. I don't do this as much because I've learned to let go of things and not really have too many emotions tied to them. But because I used to just want to hoard all memorable things, I wasn't like those TV show, you know, things, but like I I wanted to keep things and sometimes I didn't have space for it. And something I've learned as I got older is like, if there's no space for something, maybe reevaluate its importance. Like if you would, want to keep it around, then it meant a lot to you, you would create space for it. And if you don't have it, figure it out, maybe get rid of it. Um, So this was one of those examples is I would take a picture and then I would get rid of it. Imagine someone dealing with piles of papers you kept if you weren't around. Not saying you died, but like, what if people had to clean up your crap and you weren't there? I know it's an unsettling strategy, but it is effective you quickly realize that the majority of the belongings that will be discarded or recycled or whatever got donated aren't really that important to you. Maybe, I I mean, I'm generalizing here, but we often hold things that are not as important as they might seem to ourselves and also others. So what I'm trying to say here is others aren't interested in the things that you're saving as mementos of your past. Sure, you value what you keep, but the worth is arbitrary or it might be subjective to others. I exercised this tactic with my mom a few years ago when I was helping her toss out some of the dining room essentials. And I'm saying essentials in quotation marks here because we didn't really need them. They weren't really essentials. They were just things that we've packed here from when we used to live overseas and they meant something that either they were a wedding gift or... I don't know, something that she bought or had custom made. There was a lot of custom made unique pieces, which I can totally understand that being challenging to get rid of. But also, how much longer can you keep stuff? I mean, really, like how long can you keep things without someone stepping in and maybe tossing it out? And a lot of that happens when we're no longer here alive. So this is something to think about. Well, we are healthy and well to go through the things that we have and get rid of them. So my mom kind of smirked at me when I said that I would help her get rid of things while we're both healthy and well, because she knew what I was implying. She also understood the reality of decluttering and sizing down because unfortunately, like if she doesn't do it, it's not going to get done. And then I or my family will have to get look through things and not know the worth. One of the fears that I had and I expressed to her genuinely is in more than just metals, I guess, but it's harder to decipher through quality of the metals if something's real gold or real silver and stuff like that. Because I won't know the worth, I don't want to mistakenly donate something 
or throw something even worse, throw it in the garbage without knowing the worth of it. So um, we decluttered, we got rid of a bunch of things. We donated a bunch of things. I gifted things to friends. It sounds bad, but some person's trash is another person's treasure. Not necessarily trash, but like, you know what I'm saying. Getting rid of things, bring you joy, might bring others joy. This is the reality. To throw things away is essentially, I hate to say it like this, is to prepare to not live anymore. This is not a gloomy declaration by no means. It's rather an enlivening recognition of the freedom that ensues when we take ourselves less seriously. It's the same as looking at the sky full of stars and feeling the relief of insignificance. Awareness of the briefness of our time on earth and the impermanence of both our attachments and our tribulations can become a powerful basis for uncluttering things and our emotions. Now, I know that sounds super, you know, philosophical and maybe poetic, but this is a reality. We have such a time frame that we get to live this earth. And sometimes we associate ourselves with the things that we have. And we, in my opinion, miss the bigger picture. We hold on to things and we are kind of almost like entangled onto the stuff that we want to hold on to when on the opposite end, it's so much more liberating to let go of things and not have an attachment to things. Sometimes, and this is going to sound weird to some, but I think about what it would be like if my house caught on fire when we're not home. I can't imagine the heartbreak I would feel. Of course, I would be devastated. I would grieve the loss of any memorable items I cherished. I think once I emerge from the initial shock and grief, I might reevaluate what I was grieving exactly. I mean, I'm surrounded by ample love from family and friends. They are the most valuable things in my life. So my loved ones, lives were intact and that really is all that matters to me so it's actually pretty astonishing to discover how little weight our possessions carry in this calculus of true necessity like do i really need this book do i really need this sweater do i really need yada 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 so once you have like your essentials and your foundation of what truly is valuable to you it's easier to prioritize less the arbitrary physical things that are just that, things. Sometimes when I feel stuck or I don't feel inspired to clean, I get myself into a place where I have to like really emotionally be willing to do this. And sometimes that's just like frustration in in something or myself where I'm just like enough of my own shit, let's just clean. And if I'm like, going at it with anger honestly some i don't recommend this but like sometimes that works too like i'm frustrated i want to get rid of things um i don't recommend doing anything out of emotion but like for me being frustrated with not just anything let me clarify being frustrated with having too much stuff that specifically if i'm frustrated that i have too much stuff it's easier for me to let go of things and i've honestly personally never looked back and regretted anything i've given away from that place, but that's only when I don't feel inspired to clean or declutter on my own will. And whenever I do in-depth decluttering, I also like, and this is gonna sound melancholy AF, but 
I intentionally focus on my eventual passing, summoning the image of my loved ones being stuck with cleaning out my stuff. This way, I'm better able to challenge my trivial justifications for holding on to things. Hoarding things doesn't hold up to scrutiny when you're attacking your thin rationalizations with logic. Because I don't want my loved ones to filter through and clean my stuff after me and deal with that BS, let me just do this for them. I think when we operate at that level, which I know sounds, you know, sad and whatever, but it's our reality. This can work for some who struggle with getting rid of things. And sometimes it's just shutting out your inner voice. My inner voice makes all the excuses. Oh, these travel receipts from our trip to Guatemala could be useful someday since it shows where we stayed and maybe we'll visit. Okay, Nora, sure, but let me just check you with reality. Everything in here can be found online. And actually, it's probably updated. You went two years ago, by the time you really go back, maybe those places won't even exist, or maybe they'll change location. You'll find it more up-to-date online. You don't need this physical piece of paper. So when I come at it with logic, like I said before, into the recycling bin it goes, along with similar files that have been needlessly taking up space. To test head-on what I've articulated here, I just got rid of several file folders with outdated tax-related forms, because tax season, and even some of the school-related documents I've somehow kept. I graduated over three years ago. There's no reason that I'm keeping this stuff. If it's not my diploma or any certifications, it's not important. Oh yeah, out went the magazine subscriptions too. Decluttering my desk actually went by faster because I intentionally put everything on there. I needed this desk to record this podcast. So because I spread everything across my desk, I had to get through all the stuff because I needed my desk. I'm all about mental hacks here, guys. So this is just something that works for me. It might work for you. We might not. I could have very easily said, screw this. I don't want to do this right now and move the clutter somewhere else. But I wanted to be intentional because I actually wanted to declutter. Full disclaimer, though, I did put aside a few cards and letters from friends. They went into another box that, you know, I'll just organize some other time. Clearly, I'm only halfway toward practicing what I'm preaching. I'm not trying to be perfect, y'all. I'm just trying to be better and do better each time. I have made progress. I've come a long way from what I can remember even 10 years ago or as a child, but I still have some things I could get rid of. I still have work to do. All of this is to say that purging the unnecessary is a mindful practice. At the very least, I'll fill one grocery bag per week with stuff to toss out with the hopes of eventually not having too much stuff to toss out to begin with. And at last, I'm rewarded by the extra space I create in my home and myself. The act of throwing things out is far from mundane, but it does require us to accept feelings of surrendering and withdrawal. I'm making progress, and you can too. So I want to know, what are some tips you have that work for you? Share it on your Instagram and tag me so I can share that with my audience. Let's declutter together. Happy spring cleaning. Thanks guys for tuning in. And as always, be well. Wait, wait, before you leave, I just want to thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a loved one, colleague, classmate, whoever you'd like, because together, We can help spread encouragement, education, and inspiration to help others live out their purpose-driven lives. Thank you again for tuning in this week, 
And until next week, be well.